everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. That's right. We we are officially the Hoops Crew. This is our fifth episode together, and we are spinning off into our own feed. We've been coming at you live through the Let's Be Frank feed, but we we just love each other so much that we uh, we're going to put together our own podcast feed so you can find us over there um so this this uh episode is going to be simultaneously dropped in both feeds wow amazing what a time to be alive uh and thank you so much for joining us shout out to poland as always uh thank you so much for tuning in poland um we've got a great episode for you today we've got uh we're going to be talking about the uh the durant game we're going to be talking about chris paul we're going to be talking about Kawhi. uh some real heartbreaking news today with those guys uh we're going to be talking about uh the uh, no longer coach of the washington wizards scott brooks uh and and i just have an agenda item here that says jimmy butler is hot so i'm excited to explore that as well to do all of this and more i am going to welcome in our uh our my co-hosts uh to this uh, show. Uh, Greg Toomey will be joining us later, but uh, first let's bring in Chloe Michaela. Hey, Chloe. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's yeah. up? Shout Welcome out to back. Those, yeah. I'm glad to be back again. Didn't know we had listeners from Poland. Uh, shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to Poland. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, Mary Catherine Curran. Yeah. What's up? Um, coming to you live from Chicago and it is busy around my apartment right now. So let's see how this goes. Really? Okay. What do we got going on in the apartment tonight? You know, uh, there's just people that walk through my, uh, street that's behind a post office. It's like basically an alley and people love to walk through here wasted and screen. People go to the post office and like wasted, like it's a- Yeah, in the, I mean, I don't know, maybe they like to do it by the trucks. I'm not sure. okay. Doing it by the mail trucks, by the post office. That's how Chi-Town does it. Uh, And that's how Matt Sparacino does it. Matt Sparacino, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Frank. It's good to be back. I'm coming to you live from Washington, D.C. And I just want to say R.I.P. Scotty Brooks. R.I.P. to (laughs) to our our forever coach, uh, gone but not forgotten, Scotty Brooks. Five years um, and so many, so many memories. Uh, But we'll get to that later. We we definitely want to take first round exits. So many first round exits. (laughs) Actually, just two. Actually, just two. Well, yeah, two two of the three that we did. So anyway, uh, we'll get back to that later. I'm sure Greg is going to want to weigh in on that and he will be joining us later. But I think there is no better place for us to start uh, tonight than the Nets Bucks. Uh, last night was one of those like signature Ooh. playoff games that we will be talking about for you know the rest of our lives. Where were you? You know all that stuff. Um, I'm I, I'm going to start uh, with Mary Catherine Curran. Um, where were you? How, how are you feeling today as, as, uh, as, as Mrs. Durant, um, I'm sure you have a lot of emotions going on right now. Um, I watched that game at a, ho- at a, at a hotel by BWI airport while oh my, my, mother, my grandmother <laughs> and my best friend were all trying to sleep or sleeping. Uh, so I was silent screaming the entire time, which uh, if you know me, I am very loud and it is very hard for me to be quiet. Um, so that was really wild. I have to say that, you know, I, 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 I think Matt and I, 
felt this is way before the game. He had to show up today. It was a really difficult week. Uh, James Harden is back from a, a hamstring injury, but not really back. Um, he's he is basically a decoy, and that was said many times by Grant uh, Grant Hill last night. <laughs> um, thank you, but fuck you, you Duke fuck. But um, <laughs> the thing is. I knew he needed to be what he was because he is that and he did what we know he can do. It is just really nice to see that after this year, after last year, after, I mean, the type of injury that he is coming back from is something that is really, really difficult, especially at his age. Um, I think we kind of, you know, he's 32. Um, it, it's something that is difficult. I am currently wearing my um, Kevin Durant Seattle Sea. Seattle Supersonics jersey right now. So cool. Uh, so so cool. I'm very excited and very proud to be um, Mrs. PG County's own Kevin Durant. Hell yeah, PG County! And Shout out to Prince George's County, uh, home of Mary Catherine Curran. Last night, yes, That's the home right. of because also who did we have representing PG County last night? Matt Sparacino. Uncle Jeff, baby, Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Who hit, I don't have it in front of me. I think he hit like seven threes or it was seven or eight. Seven of eight. Yeah. Seven of eight. Yeah. That is bananas. So yeah. yeah, Uncle Jeff and KD, I mean, they they kept them in the series. Shout out PG County. Absolutely. All day, every day. All day, every day. You know, I was yesterday before the game, I realized, so I only saw the second half of the game. I realized that I had a, a conflict for the first half and I was so pissed. And I was he had to Kira play like, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you're going to put me out? <laughs> God damn it, Frank. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, I was playing a little Dungeons and Dragons. I slayed the boss. No big deal. No big um, But I was like, damn, like, I don't want to miss any of this game. And she was like, why not? Like, And she knows that Durant's my favorite player. And she was like, but like, what, what specifically about tonight? I was like, it's tied. It's game five. And Durant, like, he's not just a great player. Like, he's like an all- time he's so fucking good and you just knew like because in game four second half of that after Kyrie went out he was struggling like he was he was shook up he was not he was turning the ball over mm -hmm. and he he didn't really like rise to that moment and you just knew for those like 48 hours he's he's just like preparing and getting ready you knew he was going to come in mentally like a hundred percent there He's one of just a couple of guys you can really trust on that kind of, you know, Kawhi is one of the other ones, but we'll get to him. Um, and he, and, and what I said to Kira was like, I feel like this is, it's just one of those nights, like he's going to play a memorable game tonight, backs against the wall. And he did. Yeah, he sure, he sure as hell did. I have a couple stats here. So he uh, was eight for 11 on contested shots last night, which means that when he, uh, was, was getting, getting covered beat up by PJ Tucker. Yeah. He still <laughs> made uh, almost all of his shots. And when he was on defense, the opposing team was two for eight when they were shooting against him. So that's not the, only was the, he doing it on offense, he was doing it on, on defense. And that's why I mentioned Kawhi. And that's what Kawhi gets credit and Durant doesn't like, that's what separates Durant from someone like, Steph or Dame or Luca, or even at this stage in his career, LeBron is that Durant just can affect the whole game. Literally the whole game. The, the best stat from last night is the minutes he played 48, which yeah. is every yeah. single second of the game. That's right. Like, 
And it, I was, think it was incredible. Nash, Steve Nash showed how all of us felt in that moment at the end of the game. That <laughs> hug, if you haven't seen it, you can just go to Bleacher Report or, or NBA on Instagram and find it. It that was intense. Hug. I think it's also in both mine and MCAT's Instagram stories. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, Chloe, I feel like I yeah, feel like ahead. I'm the outlier here because like I love Kevin Durant. Not a Nets fan, I don't, though. I don't love a super team, but I'm not going to take away from, from Katie's performance last night. Like I, I had class, so I could only really catch like the fourth quarter. And to me, I think the bigger story is that Milwaukee shot the bed. Good like, Lord. Milwaukee oh, yeah. shit the bed. They had that game. I like, I get that Katie turned up and everything, but like the fact that James Harden was a, a decoy and Kyrie wasn't playing, like this was Milwaukee's moment. And I think it was, they had a chance to tie it up or take the lead. Uh, it was like less than two minutes left. It was under the basket. And uh, Chris Middleton and Giannis decided to play a thumb war underneath the basket and just drop the ball. <laughs> like it was so fucking stupid. I was like, y'all, and Giannis was, he was, he was, he was timid. He was timid the yeah. last two and a half, three fucking minutes. And like, I just, I feel like, yes, Katie showed up, but Milwaukee let them back into that game. Milwaukee yeah. let their guard down. Giannis did not show up. Chris Middleton sure as hell did not fucking show up. And Katie got, got the best one, but I, 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 that was a game that Milwaukee could have stolen in Brooklyn. And like, they, they could have easily gone back to, to Milwaukee and, and potentially won the series. Like Absolutely. They, I, they and and Chloe, up. to your point, they I mean, I don't know if this is going yeah. to shock you or not as somebody who missed the, the first half, they were up by like 15 at halftime. Yep. Like, yeah. They and totally they were, shit the bed. They were ahead all three, uh, mm-hmm. basically three and a half quarters. But didn't it feel, and I don't know if I'm crazy, but like for me, the whole time I, it felt like the nets were going to come back and win it. Like, I, I don't, know. I don't know if it, I know the sense that I had, and I, I could totally be projecting onto this, but the sense that I had watching it was like, they're kind of holding back for the fourth quarter so that they can just go hard and just make a push at the end of the game and just overwhelm them. Because the walkie looked felt- exhausted in the fourth, I will say. And what I, yeah, my, roommate was, my roommate was telling me that, Milwaukee's defense showed up in the first half and it kind of flip-flopped in the second half. And I was like, well, you can tell because Milwaukee doesn't even know what, 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 what defense is. Like, I don't even know what Giannis is doing in the corner. Like my guy, you gotta be in the center. Like, why are you in the corner? Yeah. So this is, this is the thing about that, that game last night. Cause you're right, Chloe. Like as much as Durant was amazing, the bucks blew that game. And and like mm-hmm. I kind of agree on Giannis. Like Giannis gets his stats. Like he, I mean, he probably had like I don't know off the top of my head, maybe like thirty-five and twelve last night. Like he gets his stats, but he looked like you said he looks timid at the end of these games, and that's been kind of his whole career in the playoffs, and that's why they keep having these early exits. But Not as to far as he cannot make a free throw when it counts. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. His was embarrassing. Free throw percentage is embarrassing. He was he's I shooting. Think he was, I, I think in this series, he's like shooting 40%. Isn't Ben, Ben Simmons is the only person that's worse than him right now. Right. Something like, I mean, they're, they're in the same neighborhood. They have condos yeah. next to each other. On, yeah, exactly. On, I mean, for someone who is going to the line a lot, 
a lot. The way his game works, he's going to the line a lot. And I, I just to go on a free throw for just one second, KD was one point away from getting 50 and he missed a foul shot. And I could see him so speak pissed. to himself. He said, Fuck. I saw him speak to himself before the shot and go, come on, let me get this. Oh, that's awesome. And then he missed it. And then he was just like, Fuck. Fuck. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was a great I get moment. It. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing uh, before we move on from this that I want to say, I mean, Coach Bud, who is the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, he um, we told him he had to get some eye drops. He got the eye drops, which is great. We're, gl- we're glad to see that. However, he made some, uh, I-, I think in general, um, NBA fans are pretty tough on him, but he, but I think it was kind of deserved last night. They had James Harden. The Nets had James Harden out there playing for 46 minutes on one leg. Like James Harden, like I could jump higher than James Harden last night. And that's not taking anything away from James Harden. It, he's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. And they weren't pushing against him at all on defense. Like why were they not picking, picking him off last night, Chloe? I, I don't know. Let me call Bud now and be like, what you doing? <laughs> like, what do you do? You need to sub me in. I'll come coach. Uh, yeah, I don't. I. Yeah, I, I don't. I hope Bud doesn't stay around net next year. Like Milwaukee just needs they, 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 they just need a different coach. They, they need a different vision um, because what, what they're trying to do right now with uh, with Giannis and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday like that, that, that is not a big three. It's small at best. Um, so, yeah, I totally I agree. Yeah, I, I totally know. agree. Matt, I know you have a couple thoughts that you want to get off uh, before we move on from this one. Yeah, just a few quick things. I Drew Holiday is a player I, I have a lot of time for. I really like him, but he has not shown up in this series. He's been it's awful. Disappointing. It's it's really a bummer. Um, he scored like 12 points in 40 minutes last night. Is that right? It was something like that. I don't know. I mean, watching the game, he was not having a major impact on the game. And the, the other thing is, Bud, like, you're right. The eyes are looking better, but he's <laughs> not seeing the game clearly because he, <laughs> like, the defense, man. Like, you watch KD do that to you. You don't double him. Middleton was on him a lot of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Giannis won defensive player of the year last year. Like, And was on the weak what, side. Yeah, exactly. You've it seen what happened. Like- it felt like something was wrong with him. Giannis <laughs> like, this, or Bud? Yes. Bud. Giannis. Oh. No, I think Giannis. It seems oh, like really? something is wrong with him. The way he's like, like maybe it's like a yips or something. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. he is just not. He's, he's tentative at the end up. of games because he doesn't want to get fouled. I, I mean, I think like that's why he mm. jacks up threes and stops going to the basket. He's just overrated. But like. How do you, you know, Kawhi this year in the first round, the clips went down and then it's like, okay, Kawhi needs to guard Luca. And then in the second round, it was like, okay, Kawhi needs to guard Mitchell. Like Giannis needs to be guarding Durant. He's he first team all defense just got announced the other day. Like, bud, what are you doing, man? I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's, his that's been his bud. history going back to Atlanta. He can't make adjustments. Speaking no. of just quickly, the disrespect for the uh, we are we we are going to talk about the all all the teams. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I just don't know if I'm going to be here for it. And all yeah. I want to say quickly is it is absolutely completely fucking disrespectful that LeBron made an NBA All Team and and oh Kevin Durant God. did not. That's Kevin insane. Durant didn't make one, two, or three, and only one net 
what was James Harden wasn't on there because <laughs> because also yeah. LeBron was hurt longer than the season existed. Yeah. And if this is what they say, which is what you tell me all the time, Matt, it's all about the regular season, not about the playoffs. So I don't give a fuck if this motherfucker made that three with his eyes closed, quote unquote. <laughs> that meant he was. Well, he, he had was, to shoot for the middle basket. MC. Me, exactly. He was seeing three baskets. Exactly. And he, had to he was for Stevie the Wonder. One. I think yeah. we all clear. Yeah. He's Stevie Wonder. I just, I just I, can't understand I will say, how he I, would have gotten I, it. I agree with you. I think him being on the second team is ridiculous. I do think he played more games than Harden or KD, but I, I don't think it was a significant difference. Um, Not enough. No. no. I, I think, I mean, I think if any of those guys are on the third team, I'm okay. Cause they're such, they're so great, but you're right. LeBron being on second and I don't know. And, and Harden, one last thing on him. I, I'm not a big Harden guy. And it, it's always bugged me because he, he wears my favorite number and more than that, he's a lefty and I love lefties mm. like, mm-hmm. but I, I've just never, I don't know. Well, kind Houston, of a Matt Sparacino type, right? Cause he's left handed. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. The beard. The beard. Um, yeah. So oh, he's white too. What? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, so I, I don't know, I, but I've never been able to get into him, but last night, he played such a shitty game, but it's maybe the most impressed I've ever been with him he, in the playoffs. He played 46 minutes. 46 minutes. Like, that's crazy. And he shot one for 10. His stats yeah. were horrible. He turned the ball over. But I honestly don't think they would have won that game if he hadn't played. Like, I think absolutely it, it lifted the team up. I think, I mean, obviously they needed the minutes. He was terrible on defense. He couldn't shoot. Like, but, but I think he really did give them a lift and, and he stepped he up, gutted it out. It was gutty too. Also exactly. like in the fourth, he really set cause he had a couple free throws that were really money. He had some nice passes. Um, nice, nice, really nice. The behind pass. the back pass. Did you see that? And that in yes, the third? In the yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant also not just, he had a triple double on top of yeah. for all you Russell Westbrook people out there. <laughs> Greg Toomey's, uh, you know, um, throwing his hands up right now. Um, but he probably would have had rather had Russ out there than um, than uh, Durant. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. That is why we'll never get along. You know, uh, <laughs> Coach Bud, I feel like they'd be better with Coach Air Bud. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Got him. All right. Yeah, um, speaking of I mean, coaching. I mean, he's really... If they, when I hope they don't finish this series with a win, uh, Coach Bud, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're both so sorry. Quick, quick go around. Who wins the series? Do we all think it's the Nets? It's the Nets. I, 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 I hope so. I, I, I thought it. I thought it. I, I knew it before the the Kyrie injury, which we haven't talked about. But Kyrie Irving really busted his ankle on Saturday. It was brutal to watch. It, it was. It was. It, really it was ugly. Um, but. coming out and doing a gutsy win like this like at home like i just don't see how they go maybe they lose the next game but i don't see how they go back to brooklyn for a game seven and kevin durant doesn't do something like what we just saw i mean i have no reason i (laughs) milwaukee hasn't shown me that they can pull off you know the ability to stop something like that so and harden's harden's not going to play any worse right i think I, I I lean towards Brooklyn winning, but what I can't 
Brooklyn will win if, if Harden, you know, heals a little bit faster. If he can have a better game than he did yesterday, then absolutely. Um, Cause it doesn't really seem with that ankle spring that Kyrie's going to come back. Um, what I can see maybe happening though is an upset. And that's only if, and, but that's only because Milwaukee shot, like they shit the bed last night. They should have won that game in Brooklyn. That's huge. And I think that Milwaukee will come back with a vengeance in Milwaukee. And I think that it could come down to a game seven. And I don't have full confidence in Milwaukee closing it out, but they could. If, 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 if Harden doesn't remain healthy and if, and if Kyrie doesn't play that, that that's the only way. MC but. quickly, who wins this series? The Nets. Yeah. Whether I, 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 I last night it was me uh, uh, confirming what I already knew. Uh, they had some weird ones, but I, there's little doubt in my mind right now. Amen. It's also an extreme amount of hope. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, I have an extreme amount of hope that we're having a great episode right now. We're going to cut to a quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we will have Greg Toomey with us. So stay tuned. Uh, and we will be right back. And we're back. Thank you all so much uh, for sticking around. We are pivoting over to the Western Conference. We're going to be talking about the Phoenix Suns uh, who swept... Uh, get your brooms out, everybody. The Denver Nuggets. Um, there is a lot to talk about here. Um, of course, one of the biggest topics of this is that in the uh, in the final game, uh, the MVP of the regular season uh, was ejected. Uh, Mary Catherine Kern, do you want to describe what happened and sort of give some uh, perspective on 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 the issue? Okay, here's what happened. Denver was going to lose. Everyone was upset. Joker was upset. And he did something stupid. Um, he swiped very hard at Cameron Payne and he hit Cameron Payne in the face. Uh, potentially knows. Could that see? The hard thing is, I personally did not feel like it warranted an, an ejection. I felt like it warranted a flagrant. Um, for sure, for sure. But I did not feel that it warranted an ejection. I don't think he was intending to smack him in the face. I think he was going for the ball. He was frustrated and he missed the ball. He also hit the ball kind of, but he mostly hit Cameron Payne in the face. Uh, he was ejected. And it was the final game, like for the the MVP of this season to end his season being ejected is pretty wild. Um, and I think it just was, uh, I wanted the Suns the whole time. I knew they were going to win. They just showed harder. And without Jamal Murray, it was going to be tough for Denver. I really like Denver. I really like Aaron Gordon. I think I've said this on this program before. I've got a lot of love for my true slam dunk champion of 2018. But Very attractive. Extremely attractive. So here's the thing. It sucks um, that that happened. And 
even after he got ejected, he went over and like said sorry to Cameron Payne before he left the arena. So you do have to give it up for that. I think the things we do sometimes when we're frustrated, I have fouled very hard before. Um, I have a very bad temper and I'm very competitive and I don't like people playing on my phone. My That's what I say. Um, that is a quote from the Chappelle show. And that's what I say <laughs> when I get pissed off. I don't like people playing on my phone. Shout okay? out to over spring, baby. That all day, every day. So this is, you know, how I feel. I think the hard thing is that I hit somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't intentional, though. It wasn't intentional some at quick, all. Some quick context, just for, for people who didn't see this. This was in game four. The Suns were up three games to zero on Denver. And Nikola Jokic, like, it's the second half of the game. It's their last chance to win a game. And for him to get ejected on something like that, I don't know. It, I thought it was, yeah, Chloe, please. It was. It, it was utter bullshit because the thing – he accident. The thing is, is like Cameron Payne's face, like was accidentally like in the line of fire because, like, when you saw his trajectory, like it hit the ball. He wasn't like ball. he was he's going, going for, the ball. for the ball, and his face got in the way. It did not warrant an ejection at all. And uh, a commentator was talking about this uh, the the other day to where how uh, instant replay has kind of hurt the game in the flagrant aspect because it's like when you slow when you slow mo anything anything it makes it look more intense it makes it look more dangerous than if you're watching it in real time because when you watch it in real time you wouldn't think oh that person's going to get ejected because you saw the ball leave the opposing player's hand he hit the ball that hard but when you watch it in slow-mo it looks more aggressive and i'm just like this game is soft you should not be kicking out the mvp the fact that uh Jokic went and apologized to cameron Payne clearly says that he he's 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 just frustrated. He frust he's frustrated with the game. He took it out on the ball, and there's no fucking reason to eject the MVP of the league like that. It's just they the refs have gotten out of hand with their flagrant twos and with their ejections throughout. I mean, the past few years with the new rules, it's just it's ridiculous. Greg Toomey, what did you? Let's first of all, let's Hi. welcome Greg to the show. We're so glad you could join us. And What's hey, up, guys, this Thank is you. this is the starting five. We have the starting five here. This is our first episode together on our own feed. I am just so excited about this. Um, Greg, when you uh, yeah. saw the foul that Jokic committed, you had the following thought. I I. It was disgusting. I'm sorry. That was a reckless foul. Now, there's a there's more to it because that's a tech. That's a flagrant one. We see flagrant ones a lot. I I don't know I mean, what you're happened a flagrant one, to get him right. I'm a flagrant yeah. one, for sure. I think maybe there there must have been. Okay, so tell me, did they just review the foul and then ejected him? Or was there handsy stuff in between trash talk, maybe a couple curse words, and then he got thrown out? They were, they were. Or was it uh, based on? Was it based solely on the foul? It was based solely on the foul. Okay, is how they ejected him. It yeah, was. He, okay. he, it was an automatic bullshit. ejection because so, they, they ruled that the foul was a flagrant two, not a flagrant. A flagrant one. two. Okay. Yeah. Two they gets hadn't you an given him ejection. any checks or anything. It was just the the foul itself. Now there were some words that were said, and yeah. there was some uh, some bumping up. Okay. 
Um, but I think, I think, I mean, yes, I think you have a good point, Chloe, that in the replay, it looks a lot worse, but it, it was that bad. Like that was, that I was have an seen intentional worse, and foul. I have seen players stay in games. If he didn't worse. hit him in the face, if Devin he didn't hit him in the Booker face, he would not have been Schroeder. Devin Booker pushed Schroeder midair. And like, yes, he got ejected he for got that, but out. he pushed him midair. So you're saying that that is the same as going for the ball and swatting the ball at full force and Cameron Payne's like, the thing is, is you have he to look at the angle. He didn't too. go for the ball. He, did he not went go for the ball. For the ball. Yes, no. Yes, he's he did. Seven feet tall. He's a, he, he's strong exactly. He's seven you feet tall and Cameron like Payne that. is the size of an ant. Like I just okay, like, no matter what, it, it's a flagrant, but is it a flagrant too? I don't no. know. But it's not a flagrant because too. he hit him, but the, the rules are, and if you have, you have to base on the rules, you can't hit somebody in the face. That's a rule. So, okay. So anytime, anytime it's someone accidentally hits somebody in the face, people are hitting each other, poking each other in the eye. All the time. Yeah, but, all but the if time. If you intentionally do it, it's a flagrant. This two. wasn't intentional, intentional at all. An intentional but by is the like, book, it is. No, okay, You're then, then, then by the book, PJ Tucker, by the book, PJ Tucker should have been ejected last night because his little finger wop in uh was it Harden's face? He like he fingered his mm-hmm. fucking face, and they That's replayed that, and they were like, Yeah, that was a common foul. Based on your foul. description, though, there's a lot of men who were fired from theater departments last summer who didn't mean to do things as well. Should they not have, it, but they apologize. What are you talking about? What, why are we just taking it this route? This is not, think, this think is not related. No, yeah, this, this is, is not related, related at all. Related. You just mad because you lose an not related at all. You I wouldn't even go there if I were you. I would no. I would stop and I would yeah. roll back and I would, would stop right there. No, no, yeah. no, but just, just listen. You're saying he apologized, so clearly it wasn't intentional. What I'm saying is an apology doesn't mean it wasn't intentional. Or that you didn't know what you were doing. He did. I, he intentionally I, fouled the I, guy. I get that, I, but I you think... also have to look at body language and demeanor. Was he? <laughs> he he was not trying to beat up Cameron Payne. He was not trying to punch Cameron Payne in the face. He didn't he mean was, to do he it. He was oh. mad. Oh, he, he was mad. Yes. The, the but thing he, is, though, we can we can go back and forth about intent all day long. We're never gonna like. You can't this isn't court. We're not going to prove anything. Like maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Right. 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 Like there's got to go by the book. Refing, but refing these games isn't objectives. These are human beings. We see this. We saw it with how PJ Tucker's guarding Durant, like how they call fouls. This shit changes game to game. And I'm sorry. Like maybe, yeah, you should go by the book, whatever. This dude's the MVP of the league playing for his season and I'm sorry, if that's LeBron, no fucking chance. And not just LeBron. We single out LeBron a lot, and he deserves it. But not just LeBron. KD, Harden, Steph, those guys would not get ejected. Jokic Why do you think doesn't he get ejected. that respect. Why do I think he was ejected? I, honestly, I don't know. Like him specifically. It didn't make any, it, it didn't make any sense to me. I think, I think people like don't Like they were really picking s- on him? Not like picking no on him necessarily. Him the, the series was over. I just don't think he gets like superstar respect the way that some of these other guys do. Maybe because he's newer on the scene. I don't know. People said all year, people were like, oh, he doesn't look like an MVP. He doesn't seem like he should be the MVP. Like, I don't know. I I think there's a lot of people who hate on him. I also think too, that like, I understand that, you know, ever since Malice in the Palace, everyone's been afraid that it's going to turn into that. Again, like you said, Matt, like to your point, like we have to remember that these guys are human beings. So like 
you're going to have like, let, let them jaw at each other sometimes. Like, like, I feel like sometimes you have to be a little subjective and like get a feel for it. And there was nothing, there was at least not one point in that game up until uh, Jokic swung for the ball to where I felt, oh yeah, some of these guys are going to like really go at each other right now. Like you could see tensions rising, but it wasn't until that moment. And then it got more heated because he got ejected. Like the ejection escalated the shit afterwards, in my opinion. He was also whatever, whatever you might think about whether he meant to do whatever he did. I mean, he had a nice moment with Cam, like after the ejection came down, like he apologized. He checked in to make sure he was okay. Like, I don't know. I I do think maybe it was like fueled by frustration. Like he hadn't gotten some calls leading up to that. He's down 3-0. His team's losing. His season is ending. Sure, he's probably fucking frustrated. But like, was it malicious? Like trying to hurt him? I I don't think so at all. He has no history of that. Like it just, it was reckless. That's all. Reckless, sure. And and, and that's the reason why he hit it. And that's the reason why they had to do it because you can't do reckless shit like that. People like that. He got pain. Got pretty hurt. Like, I mean. Even he though he, pretty, he was that, fine, like man, I don't know, man. He, he got hit pretty bad the in the nose. The goddamn game, pain. But he played in pain. <laughs> but he always plays in pain. Yeah, he plays there in we pain. Go. Um, All right, well, whatever. Well, it's fine. Well, before we got uh, MC has a has an out in a few minutes. Um, so before she uh, has to drop, I want to make sure that we talk about the rest of uh, what happened in Suns Denver, as well as anything else you want to hit on MC. Uh, Chris Paul, uh, the point god himself, uh, ha- has finally made a Western Conference Finals again. Uh, although today that was thrown into full on absolute holy shit crisis mode um because he is out for health and safety protocols um so i mc i I don't know do you want (laughs) to i don't really know what there is to say right i i you know we we don't even know who they're playing yet we don't know how long he's going to be out we don't we don't really have a lot of information so i I, i'm not sure what there is to say but um the floor is yours i think He's 36 and he's gotten a few injuries this season. And I don't know how long his body is going to let him play this game. And I think it would be a really fucked up situation if he was not able to participate in the Western Conference Finals because he's got COVID or because of this situation. I feel like it's just such a... (laughs) such a fucked moment i mean it really sucks and you know obviously i have my opinions about lebron being allowed to go to that party i think the one thing i'll say is that um cp3 was vaccinated and we know he was we don't know lebron was so ultimately mm -hmm. um but it also i think speaks to sort of a fear that a lot of us probably have right now that is if you are vaccinated you can still get covid and it's kind of scary, I think, for everybody because you do have that moment of like, well, fuck, that could be me um, as well. I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do and I could still get it. So I think we'll see how this plays out. There's still a lot of information that is still unfolding. We don't know if he actually has gotten tested positive. We don't we don't really know what the situation is, um, but 
I really hope that he is able to play in these final Western Conference finals because he's earned it. He deserves it. And I don't know when he's going to have another chance to do it. So that really would suck. Um, I also think that, you know, they could still pull it out. Um, not CP3's um, entire being and leadership is so important. And but I think this also could light a fire under some other people, Devin Booker, to step the fuck up and be. The, He's been stepping up. He has been he, for sure. He but closed I out the Lakers. I think he's got to pivot to more of that leadership role if CP3 taking on something that I think CP3 takes on his shoulder a lot. Uh, Jay Crowder also. Um, and I think eight, everybody's been playing really well. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, Aiden's been awesome. Aiden's been kicking ass. I think we'll see fucking um, what's his uh, fucking Frank, what's his face from uh, Wisconsin? I always oh, uh, uh, have to LOL. Kaminsky? Yeah. He doesn't play. Because it's it's Kaminsky and Kaminsky is a park here in Chicago. So I would say, <laughs> but he was he was getting DNPs though in that. I don't think oh. he really played. He played in the first round, but Dario <laughs> he came played back. Played the first round, second. but he is in the the celebration video. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, like Aiden is doing like a dance, and he, Kaminsky's just sitting there. <laughs> That's too funny. Aiden, Aiden was so good. Yeah. I, I remember, I can't remember if it was on the pod or just between us, but at the beginning of the series, I remember saying like, if Aiden can like hold up against Jokic, that's what's going to swing this series. Oh, He's entertaining. So they know good. the drama. And it was, am- he, I, the most amazing thing I thought, and especially with how young he is, he just didn't foul. He didn't mm-hmm. foul him. Like he, I don't think there was a single game. He got in foul trouble and he just like, he was in like I I think like the substitution patterns matched each other he was just on Jokic the whole series and he held him I think it also helps too that he is not involved in as many pick and rolls as Jokic is Uh, so like I think that because Jokic had to try and do everything on both ends of the floor to where Aiton really could kind of just focus on the paint like when he was in defense and he didn't have to like spread out as much so yeah, I think that works in the the Suns advantage. And I think if it ends up being uh if they play the Jazz, I think that they can at least squeak out some games without CP3 if CP3 can't make it. Um, especially if Conley isn't gonna be a hundred percent healthy for the Jazz. And he's um, missing the game tonight. Conley. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think what that game could come down to will be Booker and, um, oh my gosh, Mitchell, um, and Gobert and Aiton. Like that's what that game's going to come down. Well, to. speaking of the Suns, uh, former Sun star, Charles Barkley, um, recently announced on a Washington uh, radio show that he's going to be stepping away from inside the NBA, uh, in two years because he wants to make more jokes about women who eat churros in San Antonio. Um, Mary Catherine Curran, before you go, any, any <laughs> thoughts on that? Like as a fellow humorist, um, like Charles Barkley, I don't know if you have any like thoughts on like this next step in his career. Like he might be putting together a stand-up special. I don't know what he's planning on doing. So, yeah. Well, as someone who has been hit on by Charles oh, Barkley, my word. 
Oh, oh yeah. my Lanta. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right, oh. Let's, let's and I there. walked up onto the to the stage at the House of Blues to meet him. I shook his hand. I was like, I'm a really big fan. I did a one woman space jam and I played you like this is a dream come true. He's like, thank you. You got beautiful hair. Your eyes are gorgeous. All I could talk about was how I looked and not anything of what I just said. Uh, so I think that. So a comedic duo, I, maybe, maybe you guys can tour I together. Think, I think maybe? it's coming out. Yeah. I think it's coming yeah. out. Yeah. We're going on tour. Yeah. We are. Yeah. It's the MCCB. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I would, I would pay to see that. I don't pay to say that. Um, you know, it's hard because like oh, I have a lot of love for his dumbass, yeah. but he uh he also like he and Shaq are sexist. <laughs> They're just sexist. They came up at a time they don't have a ton of respect for women. And you know who doesn't have a ton of respect for women? My number one idol, Michael Jordan. So yeah. I I can't really uh I don't like it. <laughs> I don't love it and I don't want some more of it, but I do <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, we don't like it. it we don't bad. love it. And we don't gotta have it. No, 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 no. Um, I also think that he he talks a lot of shit and who fucking knows if he's being right. serious or not. Yeah, totally. I can't believe a word that he says ever. I really hope a person that. who makes crazy guarantees that do not follow through lots of the time. Chloe, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I, 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 I agree with everything that you said. And like, honestly, I'm, I'm tired of listening to him try and formulate sentences. Like it really, <laughs> it really pains me. And like that, that that's like not a knock on like anyone out there who's like, you know, learning to read and maybe struggles like that. This is different. Like his trains of thoughts make zero fucking sense. And what upsets me is uh, the NFL got rid of Ray Lewis real quick when they realized he, he struggled uh, talking. Um, He's probably still guilt, feeling guilty over murdering right, someone. Because of over the murders. Yeah. So he did it. Um, oh, and the fact that TNT was like, nah, we'll keep Charles around. He really can't talk, but we'll keep him around. Like, yeah. And like, MC he's said, always like, game to do stupid shit. That's really what it's entertaining. It's all about entertainment. I will say the one, the one moment which was worth it was the Google me Chuck moment moment between him and Shaq. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it now. You can just Google Google me Chuck moment. It is worth every minute of that clip between him and Shaq. But other than that, I don't need to see. Well, we should all, we should all Google Mary Catherine Curran, Mary Catherine Curran, before you drop anything you want to plug. Uh, anything coming up in the next few weeks? You know, I I'm my Monday shows are coming back on Twitch, Twitch dot. I don't know. Chicago for real <laughs> Twitch, the number four Chicago for real. And then I will probably be hopping on to Chicago hoops for real right after my show, uh, because I am also a frequenter of that show. If you want to hear me talk about more basketball, Tune in on Monday night. Well, uh, also, I am going to sign off, but I do want to hear what Matt has to say as I'm getting ready to leave about the re- this series because he said he's fired up and he has more to say. He's um, he's fired up like the the tattoo the sons over Tatooine. Matt, take it away. Yeah, just a couple of more things on this uh, 
this series and, and, and CP3. So in this sweep, uh, I want to ask the group, actually, um, how many in the series, in the four games, how many turnovers do you think Chris Paul had? Ooh. And just for just for context, the lead leaguer, uh, lead the leaguer. lead leader, the league leader in turnovers this past season was MVP candidate Russell Westbrook right. with about five per game. Okay, so I'm going to guess. So how many tur- turnovers total over those four games against Denver? That's what we're saying. I'm going to oh, guess it's yeah. low. I'm going to say two, two turnovers. Okay. I feel like it's four games. You're saying on average a game or total? Sorry. Total. Total total in the whole series. Four. Chloe? One. All right, so maybe it's not as impressive as I thought because he had five. Oh, that's still God really good. Oh, it's close. But that's still, still one that's per game. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, the fact that he had as many in a series as Russ had in a game. Yeah, that's a I good think, point. Um, How many rebounds did, uh, did CP3 have? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> Probably not as many, but he played a hell of a series. Like, he, he I think his shooting was over 60%. He and someone said this earlier, he's 36. Like, that's why I hope we don't know when at, at the time we're recording this, we don't know totally what his situation is. He's in health and safety protocols. Maybe he tested positive for COVID. It's kind of unconfirmed at this time. Maybe it was a false positive. We don't know. So hard to say where he'll be in the Western Conference Finals, but hopefully he can play some or all of those games because he's never made the finals. And it's, that's the team I want to see win more than any. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the other reason for that, the the one last thing I wanted to hit is Monty Williams is his coach. The guy who I think we all kind of agreed should have been coach of the year. Like, so they, they were together in new Orleans, like 10 years ago, early in Paul's career, Paul chose to come to Phoenix to play with Monty and play with this team. And we talked about Nash and Durant's hug. Like they had a moment when they closed that series out against Denver. Like those guys care about each other. I, I was reading this, this article about Monty and it, it reminded me of this, this John Wooden, I think it's John Wooden quote, this like old college coach, which is like a, a good coach can change a game, but a great coach can change a life. And I, I I don't know, like those guys just clearly have like a serious real bond. Monty has this, this like really sad history. He lost his wife in a car crash a few years ago. Mm, And I did not know that, you know, we, we were shouting out KD and uncle Jeff Monty played, I think high school basketball. He, he lived in PG County. He wasn't born there, but he came up in PG County. And I, I want to say he was actually born down in Fredericksburg, um, which Frank is, that's where you're from. No? Fredericksburg, it's close. Virginia? It's close, but yeah, not, not, not quite home of the Fred Nets. Well, so anyways, uh, yeah, Monty pulled, uh, I guess you would call it an opposite Frank. He came up in Virginia and then moved up to, to Maryland. So shout out Monty <laughs> Williams, shout out PG County. Shout out Frank. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really rooting for those guys. I hope they can pull it out and get to the finals in the next round. Amen. All right. Well, and you know, we are, uh, we are, I think we're all pulling for the Suns, uh, and we don't know who they play yet because the Clippies and the Jazz are still playing their series. Um, and right now I think they play later tonight, right? Yeah. Night, yeah. And today we got a, another Thunderbolt new, like I was texting with uh, the hoops crew earlier today. If we were not recording today, I might've pushed for an emergency pod because not only did we have the Durant game, not only did we have the Chris Paul health and safety protocols, Kawhi Leonard, maybe again, maybe the best player in the league top five players in the, in the playoffs right now at the very least is potentially out for the rest of the playoffs. All we know for sure is that he is out for tonight. Um, Greg, I feel like we haven't heard a lot from you tonight and I want to get your thoughts uh, on Kawhi. I know that's a player that you really root for. I know he's kind of in the Greg Toomey mold. Um, Yeah. He plays similarly. yeah. 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 Also, what? Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. A lot of twins. That is not true for those of you listening who don't know who Kawhi Leonard is. Um, I, I'm pretty bummed true. out. Check yourself. Think, yeah, well, well, or maybe you just weren't sure. You know, you just weren't <laughs> sure. It's rough, man. There's been some injuries, you know. He seemed like he, he was thinking he could play through it after the game the other night. Um, yeah, what was he saying after the game? He, he he gave some some quotes. I can't remember them quite exactly. He was like, "Nah, I'm good." Or yeah, something. yeah. They were like, "Yeah, that was that was the quote." Like, nah, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. So, you know, it sucks, man. I, I really, I don't. I mean, if you tore your ACL or whatever meniscus or whatever is going on, anything with a with a C in it and an L nearby, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. MCL, ACL. Any of the you CLs. Know. Yeah. Colorado. For, um, for Kawhi, it's an ACL, I ACL. think. But we don't know yet uh, whether it's torn or how bad yeah. it is. But still, if they say he's out for this series, injury. then that's not a good look. Yeah. He's probably going to be gone for a while. So it's a bummer. Um, Especially after he but, had probably one of the best playoff performances other than Kevin Durant last night. And yeah, in their last agreed. game, I mean, and that dunk. Yeah, I think he tore his ACL oh, that on that dunk. dunk. He might have <laughs> murdered whoever that was. I, I don't it even was, know who um, was it that, Derek Favors. It was Derek Favors. I don't oh know if you guys God. know, he but didn't there was tectonic favors. activity um, that uh, registered across the United States and across the world after that dunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what yeah, I felt last. That's night. right. Oh, that's right. God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Earthquakes in Chicago. <laughs> <That's right>. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> But to be honest, like I, you know, I'm bummed about Kawhi, but like, and I know Matt had them winning the whole thing, but I, I don't really like the Clippers. <laughs> like, so <laughs> as bummed as I am, because you, you want them to play. I mean, you don't, you, you know, if you're a fan of the game, you never want, I mean, even like if you're rooting against them, like if you're a Utah fan, like, I mean, hopefully you're not like happy that Kawhi's hurt, like as a fan, you know what I mean? But Absolutely. They're probably pretty happy because they're Utah fans, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just hope. It's a bummer. It's a bummer, honestly. What do you think about what, what do you think about Utah's I mean, is Utah just are they a shoe in now? Are they just should we pencil them into the Western Conference Finals oh, now? One hundred percent. You think you think 100%. so, Chloe? What 
what do you think? Paul George magically gonna uh, be, become better than what he's playing right I, now? I, Paul George, you're forgetting about Montreal Harris. <laughs> Nah, he, nah, he he's not. Um, oh, he's not on that team anymore. <laughs> no, he's, he's, not. He's, on the he's, he's on a couch right now. Oh. He's, he's, yeah, he's he's getting DMPs oh. yeah, at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's 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 no way in in hell that they're winning unless uh, Paul George becomes the Indiana Pacers Paul George and turns back time. Well, let's, but, let's throw it to our resident Clippers fan, Matt Sparacino. Um, Matt, what do you think about this? I will say I, you know, I defend the Clippers a lot on this pod. I find myself frequently defending Paul George and I don't feel great about it. Uh, All NBA (laughs) came out and I know we're going to get, we're going to give that its own time in a bit. And then Paul George was on third team and I was like, "Eh, or what really all NBA. No, but I'm saying like, for what he got on third. Like what he do? What What did he do? Yeah. It's a good question. Um, I mean, he played fine this season He's fine. A third all NBA team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he made it over it he, fifth. I don't. <laughs> he made it over like Zion. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Russell West Tatum, Tatum, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh Russell, yeah. He NBA. did make it over. Oh my gosh. Oh so, my God. Tatum, uh, that's Donovan, a big Donovan, one. Donovan Mitchell. Um, <laughs> so Devin Booker. Um, so what? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I, I will Didn't say this. You're saying their names. Holy fucking shit. I know, right? I like forgot Paul George exists half the time because you never see him on the court. Like he rarely yeah. shows the fuck He disappears. Up. He disappears. He's quiet as kept though. You can't hate on him for that. I will <laughs> say this though. These last two games that they've won, he has played really well. He's scored 30 plus in both games. He's been playing defense. But tonight's the real test. Like, What's he going to do against this jazz team? I am not writing the Clippers off yet for two reasons. One, we don't, it's not sounding good for Kawhi, but so far they've only said definitely that he's out for tonight. Maybe somehow he gets lucky, not sounding good. Like I said, but we don't know for sure that he's gone. He should not. So he can't rule them out a hundred percent. And the other thing is I don't trust this jazz team. Like, Conley's out again tonight. Mitchell's banged up. Gobert is. Ew. <laughs> hey, our, come our, on. Our, fr- our friend, our uh, our friend Joe, resident Sixers fan, who shout out the Sixers. They're up twenty four in the third quarter right now over Atlanta. Damn. Uh, he told me today that Philly has a nickname for Rudy Gobert, which is Baguette Biombo. Which for who anyone doesn't know, there's a there's a pretty bad center in the NBA named Bismack Biombo. And I don't know. I got to kick out of that. Fuck Rudy Gobert is what I'm trying sure. to say. Well, that's a French I, I don't roast, think the jazz. Right? That's, that's a French, French roast. roast. We'll be right back. I just don't trust. I don't trust the jazz. I don't trust the jazz is all I'm trying to say. You know who I do that's trust fair. though? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is the third yeah. player in NBA history to make five plus threes in five straight postseason games, joining Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. So is Paul George up in that list? You know, too? Paul so George company, did company. not make the, the cut that for that getting... list. Although he did apparently yeah, make he... the All NBA, which is insane. Yeah, All NBA. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Very know awesome. what happened with that list? I can tell you right now. They were doing it. Whoever does it, they're getting the list together. They're going through it. They're like, "Oh, we got one more for the third team." They're like, "Ugh." <laughs> Paul George? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I guess that's I mean, that's a classic. 
that's a classic example. Uh, and hopefully like by next year, this will catch up, but that's a class. You see it. Like, I think it's the worst in I hate bringing them up, but the NFL with the pro bowl, like the oh, same guys make gosh. it for like nine years in a row. Um, Ain't nobody care about the Pro Bowl. Ain't nobody want to watch it. Ain't nobody want to play in it. It's a joke. (laughs) I I regret even I regret even bringing it up. But if that's is that situation where it's like, oh, Paul George, he's made it five times. We're used to voting for him. Uh, You know, Devin Booker's still young. Tatum's still young. Mitchell, Trey, all these guys. So I don't know. He, I, I don't think he deserved it. I mean, it seems like we kind of agree on that. But we'll see if he shows up tonight. I, I, you're you're not wrong though, Chloe. Like betting against Paul George, not a terrible. Actually, I might tonight. let's throw. Can we put money on the Jazz tonight? Is it too late? No, it's not too late. No, it's not too late. Not you're not going to get very good odds. I already though. have money. Yeah. On the Jazz I'm fine with it. <laughs> I want to win five dollars on a thirty-five dollar bet. What I will say though, Matt, is I I started to hop on your Clippers train a little bit. Is what I want, Matt. Um, because. What the Clippers have proven that they can do that I feel like no other team has proven is that they love to go down 0-2. They just love it. And then they're able to come back and win two games in a row. Like that is so that 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 is so wild to me because I feel like a lot of other teams would have crumbled, but there's just something about how they grind that they just grind away. And I think this uh harkens back to when we were talking about how Bud can't make adjustments. I think this is a testament to Ty Lue as well, who has not gotten his proper roses because the fact that you can somehow rally Paul George occasionally, right? Like you can only do so much with Paul George, but then turn it around and win two games in a row, like on the road as well. Like that, that's mm -hmm. crazy. They went down 0-2 to Dallas, came back, won it in seven, went down 0-2 to the Jazz. They evened it at 2-2. I, I saw this the other day. No team ever, ever in the NBA, in the playoffs, has come back from 0-2 twice in the same year. So if they're able to pull it off, it's they're making history. They're also going to be making history because they haven't made the conference finals in, uh, I don't even, like 40 years? I don't know if they've ever made it. I hope that they make it only because Kawhi should not play on that. I I don't care if it's a sprain. Kawhi should not play at at all. It is, it is not worth risking it, but I hope that the Clippers somehow make it the jazz falter. Kawhi still can't play. It's just Paul George and no one else. (laughs) Cause that means, (laughs) that means that Phoenix can win without. Yeah. That's that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And then then Chris Paul comes back for the finals. Yeah. Yes, that's if, if the if the Clippies want to do that and Paul George wants to show up for just those next few games, that's fine. But so who all right, go around picks. Jazz. 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 I'll stick with them. Going down with the ship. Going down with the clipper. Go down with the ship. I'll go down with the ship. Why not? I love it. I love it. Um, well, speaking of uh uh going down with a ship. Um, <laughs> uh, help me out here. That's that's what uh, this transition is doing, right? Doing. Yeah. And uh, also, the Hawks right now are going down against the Sixers. Uh, they are they're yeah. down uh, 
probably I'm, I'm expecting that by the it's end tough. of this evening, they will have, have won this game. Uh, the Sixers, it looks like are, are in good position to kind of roll over, uh, the Hawks, the Hawks have put up a valiant going up three. Yeah. The Hawks have put up a valiant effort. Um, they came back in their last game that they really shouldn't have come back in. They were like, down by 20 or something like that. I feel like we say that about games all the time now. It's it's crazy. Like these these yeah, teams at halftime are like 20 points and then the other team wins uh all the time. So, uh but it it it, lo- it does look like the the Sixers are going to uh close uh out this game tonight. Uh Joel Embiid has been amazing. Uh sh- playing on one playing leg. On one leg. He has a torn fucking mm. meniscus and he's playing professional mm. basketball right now. My god. I got something on that in a minute, by the yeah, way. Yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. Wow. Go for it. Oh, I don't. No, no, no. Keep, keep. Oh, he keep wants setting to simmer. He wants to stew. He wants to stew about yeah. it. All right. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll I don't, get to I don't it. really have that much else to say other than I think the the Hawks have have kind of overachieved in this uh, postseason, and that's no disrespect to them. I mean, it's it's all all credit in the world. I think they got further than they even thought they could. Uh, they're they're a fun young team. Uh, I don't think they're going to be winning the the finals this year, but you know in the next year or two. I mean, they have a really strong foundation. Trey Young has proven himself to be great. Uh, Clint Capella's fun. Bogdanovich. Um, uh, Deon- uh, DeAndre Hunter, unfortunately, got got hurt. So uh, I think that really hurts them. Um, uh, what's his name? John Collins has been great. I, I really like Atlanta, but... Yeah, I don't think I, 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 I unfortunately think this series is, is pretty much uh, done. Um, Chloe, what do you think? I, I would agree. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously it's looking like, you know, Philly's going to squeak it out, squeak it out, uh, really push it out uh, this game. I think Atlanta could uh, uh, turn it up and win uh, back in Atlanta. And then I think it can go to a game seven and Philly's going to win. Now, if Embiid's, that's only if Embiid's knee holds up because if Embiid's knee can't hold up, you're relying on Ben Simmons, and that's that. That's like uh, we're a slightly worse than Paul George, uh, just relying on him to carry the team. So if MB can stick it through, definitely Philly. If not, Atlanta could uh, squeak it out. I think, which will make a very interesting uh, sweep uh, in the Eastern Finals mm-hmm. <laughs> if Atlanta wins. <laughs> So a very, a very uh, entertaining sweep in the Eastern Finals. <laughs> a really exciting sweep. Uh, <laughs> really exciting sweep, yes. Like most exciting sweep ever. Uh, Greg, what do you think about uh, Philly, Atlanta? What's what's impressed you so far from either team? I, I, I sometimes I forget that that series is even going on. I just feel like there doesn't get a lot of talk. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I mean it does. Maybe maybe it's just the what i'm watching i don't know but i feel like all the focus has been on you know cp3 um the clippers and then obviously the Nets series but um so and also and it's on me too because like i have missed a few, like a, most of those games i think it's just due to work schedule and whatever so i've missed a lot of the games which is unfortunate because i think like especially the one on um monday night was really really a really good game i missed that so um anyways it's, I don't have too many like insights on it other than the fact that I do think Philly's the better team by, by and far, just yeah. especially defensively. But 
I don't know. I mean, Atlanta is, is very, very, I think Frank, you said it well, like they, they showed us a lot this postseason and I, that's really been exciting. I, I know when we played them, so it always go back to the Wizards. <laughs> oh we played them, we played them twice in a row yeah. um, with Bradley Beal out. And I remember thinking like, oh, we can probably get one of these games. I think they beat us both times, but like, I was kind of like, damn, that team's, that team is yeah. good. Like, they're you know, like they're, 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 they're scrappy. They have a lot of shooters and if you're playing the Wizards, you really only need two because we have one. So, so, but they have like four or five, you know. Um, I left Capella. Uh, Trey Young really evolved his game with the floaters. I love that. I love watching the floaters because it's such an underappreciated um, form of, of, or like, I guess, Beautiful. a move, move that a lot of, you know, I remember John Wall never could really do that and he tried to like adapt that or develop that and never and i think that those type of players who are smaller a little bit smaller and, and quick if they can do that oh my god you're it's like you're almost unstoppable and, and trey can shoot too so he's he's going to be good for a long time yeah. matt i know you had something queued up I hate their uniforms yeah boring uniforms really boring uniforms can't stand yeah. the yellow and red like yeah. come on ketchup and mustard. Uh, you're not ketchup the rockets, and mustard. You're not the rockets. <laughs> But their their uh, their their logo in the middle of their court though is pretty, oh it's cool it's cool. yeah I think that's cool I love especially the, the Sunday church one, one. that one's yeah, super it's neat the, it's 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 the mosaic yeah it's yeah. beautiful I, oh that's yeah yeah that yeah, one's yeah. super neat that's a good one. um yeah I can appreciate Matthew it. I know you had something that you wanted to to get to on Sixers Heat yeah um so did you say Sixers Heat? Oh, excuse me, Sixers Hawks. I don't know where that came from. I apologize. Damn, Jimmy Butler on the mind. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I so I, I mean, I agree with what's been said. The Sixers. I think Atlanta has been really impressive. They have a lot of talent. I'm excited to see how they grow because it's not just Trey. They have a lot of young guys. Um, and, and they've really like shown something, but, um, yeah, Philly's just better. Their, their team's just better and going into this series. So Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus in his knee and it's a tough, it's, it's a Would tough listen. Would that be opposed to like the meniscus in his arm? No. So, well, so <laughs> he I has a actually, torn meniscus specifically in one of his knees. Okay, so let me let me get into this because this is this is my thing. I'll come back to Embiid in a second because he's been playing great, and I, this and and we need to 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 give him his credit because he is playing like a beast in this series. But this might seem like a bit of a tangent, but I'm I'm going to tie things back around. Y'all might have heard before of Bill Simmons. Um, he's a rich. Is he a newer up and coming? Oh, okay. Yeah, he no, nah, he's uh he used to write for ESPN. He started the website okay. Grantland, The Ringer. He's he's just an asshole with a podcast. Um and he does a pod weekly with Ryan with an E Rosillo, which is another piece Loser. of Loser. Real real <laughs> cool guy, real cool guy. And they just go on this pod and they fucking sling their egos and their dicks all over the place and it's kind of disgusting i i mean i have to admit i listen to it occasionally <laughs> i was i started reading simmons when i like 20 years ago i've been reading him most of my life and it's like a fucking yeah 
nicotine addiction that I've been trying to kick for the last. Sometimes you years. love to hate too. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, it, so it brings I, you joy knowing how much you, you hate the person. Right. You're, so you're I give them, especially them. like preparing for this pod, you know, taking yeah. notes, seeing how we can bring more, how we can continue. Well, and he's stealing a lot of our material. Already doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, well, and yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say. We can keep cutting into his audience. I heard right. uh, sources say that he's been a bit spooked. Sure, like we're on his corner. Sure. Um, but you know, they, they love whatever I point is these asshole know-it-alls go on and they just constantly talk shit about the NBA. Rosillo keeps saying that Joel Embiid has a torn MCL and that is not true. Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus real quick, different things. MCL is a ligament in your knee. The meniscus is cartilage in your knee. It's kind of like a shock absorber. Like it helps with like jumping, running, all the shit you need to do to play basketball. So get your fucking shit right. Get your shit together. Stop stealing our fucking material, Bill Simmons and yeah. Ryan Rosillo. Get off our fucking he, corner. Does he think the M stands for meniscus? Like, <laughs> ACL. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I, I get that this shit is confusing. Sure. I get it. ACL, MCL. But if you're, all, I don't like, even know anymore. This, but like job. the way this this speaks to like a bigger thing though, like the way like we talk about sports injuries, like people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like reporters who report this shit. So I, I don't know. Everyone wants to be like a Twitter doctor and act no. like uh, oh strain versus sprain, all this shit. Like. Like simmer down. Like if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, just chill out. I, I will say though too, like I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, but as someone who has like uh had chronic knee injuries because of sports and has have two knee surgeries, like I don't care if it says strain, sprain, if it's a meniscus, you're you should not play the knee. The knee is no motherfucking joke. It is the first one to go. It is the least forgiving. It does not give a fuck what you're trying to do to heal yourself. Like, so that's why I think it's absolutely ridiculous that Embiid is playing right now. I mean, whatever you want to go down fighting cool, but like that knee is your good, good, good luck trying to walk and come back next year. Well, I really appreciate you saying that because I, I, that's something I've been struggling with in these playoffs is how we like valorize these guys for playing through stuff. Like I did it earlier when I talked about how impressed I was with Harden playing through a hamstring injury for 46 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. That is like really cool that he like was like, I'm going to do this for my team. And like, you know, I'm going to help us win this game. But like, he could injuries he could have he could have fucked up his for all we know he fucked up his leg for the rest of his life last night yeah like and that's what people could. don't they they don't think and that's why i think the people who like write you know some of these think pieces and they i was like oh you've never gone through an injury you've never had a surgery before you don't know uh what it's like to try and recover from that because nine times out of ten you're you're never going to fully recover your body is never going to be the same so like People need to be a little bit more uh, gentle and generous for folks who have injuries and just let them sit out and be injured because they have a life after the sport that they're playing. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. And this is your. And if they're not so gentle right, to those people, we're going to break their knees just to teach them a lesson. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's how you do it. That's how you teach people. We yeah. punch down. That's right. <laughs> Matt, you were going to say. Just to. to 
yeah, to put a bow on it, like, cause I know I went on a little rant, but it, it, it really ties back to, to the basketball because you're right, Chloe, like knees are fucking important. Like, especially in a game where you spend all of your time running and jumping and beat it. I don't know what his weight is, but he's a huge dude. He's a heavy guy. It's a lot of strain on those knees. So like for him to come out before the series, when I heard he had a torn meniscus, there was a few days where it was kind of like with Kawhi right now. It's like, Oh, we don't know. Like how bad is it? Is he going to play? And when I heard he was playing, I was like, no, that's a bad idea. He's not going to be himself. He's not going to be able to get the lift and like be as physical, but he has been, he's played awesome in this series. He has been kind of amazing. And to be honest, I don't think it's going to hold up long enough for them to win a championship or even make the finals. I sadly, I think at some point it's going to catch up to him, but it, I I don't know. I I've been kind of amazed with how he's been able to manage it. And I, I hear what you're saying, Frank, about valorizing and I'm, I'm trying not to do that. Like he should do what's best for him in the long term. But I, I do think that I, I've been surprised with how well he has played because it's it's no joke to have an injury like that. Well, we so, keep calling it a slight tear or a small tear in his meniscus, which yeah, is which like, is crazy. Like a, a slight tear. I've never heard that phrase until this year for Joel Embiid's injury. Like this is what I'm talking about with like the way this year it's is it's such it's a crazy stupid. modifier. Like as far as I know, tearing your meniscus even slightly is pretty bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's so so, but like, a, yeah, I need people to Google the, the, yeah. the inner workings of the knee and how your ligaments work. And if one, one small piece is off, your whole body is fucked. We, we can't have her on tonight, unfortunately, because it's past her bedtime. But my wife, Kira, is a physical therapist. And when Embiid, you know, when he first got hurt and we weren't sure what was going to happen, I asked her, I, you know, I explained, I was like, yeah, it's a meniscal tear it's being described as a small meniscal tear, but like, what do you think? Obviously he's not having surgery at least right now, but like what's realistic. And she was like, Oh, he's not going to play for a while. And he ended up being out like maybe a week, five days. Like he, so like I said, we'll, we'll see. I'm rooting for him to hold up. I hope he does, but I'm worried about it for sure. Amen. Well, I'm worried about um, our um, <laughs> transitions on the show. And <laughs> and, uh, and on that note, uh, I want to do an, a good transition over to some, some other topics from around the league because we have talked through all of our playoff series. Um, we kind of have already briefly touched on the injury bug. I had that down because a lot of players have been uh, bitten by the injury bug uh, this postseason. Um, but maybe before we get to that, we've had some, um, we've had some exits from the NBA uh, today. Uh, Stan Van Gundy, the coach of the Pelicans, uh, is is no longer uh, um, the coach of the Pelicans, <laughs> and, no and Scotty us. Brooks, who uh, was with us in Washington uh, for the last <sighs> five seasons, uh, has also. I saw, I saw a crazy. I saw a crazy stat. I'm sorry. No, no, no go ahead, go ahead. Frank, but this this is wild to me. I saw a stat today. I can't remember if it was sixth or seventh. I think it was sixth, but. Scotty Brooks was like one of the longest tenured coaches in the entire league. Wow. It was like, it, it, it was, I, I think I can remember it was pop, obviously 
Kerr, Spolstra, Rick Carlisle. So like those guys have all been around a long time. And then I think it was Quinn Snyder and Mike Malone in the West. And then Scott wow, Brooks. That's and crazy. I was like, Jesus. Has it been five yeah. years? Like, woo. So, you know, this uh, would be, one. you know, if we. It's a tough <laughs> listen. <laughs> this is where you. The Scott Brooks era. It was, it a, was tough a tough listen. listen. It's a, it was and a tough we should listen. cue the like, uh, like, as we go on, we remember. No, and there's like a montage. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to remember that. I'm glad that those coaches got fired because I want to give a special shout out. I can't remember the last time that there were four head black coaches in the NBA to have it, to make it this far. Like we have Ty Lue, we have Doc Rivers, we have Monty Williams and we have Nate McMillan. And I think that, I think they just, they deserve more roses. Like there, there needs to be more black coaches because the, the last time that there were two head black coaches squaring off in the NBA finals was in 2016. But for me, that's an asterisk because Mike, uh, my gosh, I'm blanking on his no, name. No, that was Kerr. Kerr was in 2016, yeah? No, yeah. he no, he was he was uh an act. There was one game, or was it one or two games, uh, where uh oh, did Mike Brown coach? Mike Brown was the oh. acting. Oh, coach. was that like a migraine me, or something? I remember like that. that. Yes. Yeah. And for yeah. me, that one does not count because he's not the head coach. He was the acting yeah. head coach. So they counted that. The last time that there were two black coaches squaring off the NBA finals was 1975. That's insane. I'm so glad you know that, Chloe. Because I was, I was wondering, I was wondering about this. I was wondering about this exact thing. And I, I didn't look it up, but I was going through it in my head. And at least going back to like the 90s, I was thinking about like the 90s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think of a time that it had happened. Like, I mean, black coaches to make the finals, Doc, Ty Lue. Uh, I mean, who else has made it this century? I like, mean, that, that's the thing. Like Doc, Doc is like the, is like the one of the century, right? Like the younger yeah. ones that folks are coming accustomed to. I mean, there was a uh, Mike Brown for a little bit when he was in Cleveland. And then obviously like Ty Lue uh, and we have Monty now and then Nate McMillan. I think he's going to stay in Atlanta for a really long time or we'll always have a yeah. head coaching job. He's done an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I just, and then, then you see guys like Stan Van Gundy and Scott Brooks who just get to fuck around at just, any organization they go to yeah, striving for Stan radical mediocrity for terrible. <laughs> and then you have any of coaches like bud who can hang on for as long as he hangs on with but, bud. but, but at least though wins games in the regular season, not in the playoffs, yeah. but at least like get your team in the mix. Stan Van Gundy, I think is maybe the worst, like high profile coach in the league. He's, He's bad. Rough. He was he when he made it to the he finals with Dwight Howard. I was oh, like, yeah. I was first of all, I was like, who who is this short man screaming and <laughs> waving his arms on on the court? I was like, what is going on with this? Like, I was younger when when uh, he went to the finals against uh, Kobe and the Lakers. R.I.P. Kobe. Um, I was like, who is this short man in his striped suit shouting about? Um, shouting about. <laughs> he's, he was. He was fucking crazy. I was like, what is wrong with he him? Was. Because he's very. He's a very demonstrative guy. He is because when when the cameras would pan back and forth between him and Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson would just be sitting there. 
not saying a damn word. Meditating. Like, hey, you can go in now. Hey, you can like not sometimes standing up, pulling his pants up. Then you have Stan Van Gundy like in the middle of the court shouting. And you're just like, what's happening? Did you say um, he had to pull his pants yeah. up? When 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 Phil Jackson would stand up, he would pull his pants oh, up a little oh. bit. He'd be like, all right, come on in. And he'd be yeah. like, gather around. Let, let's take a let's take a, a collective breath together. Uh like that's what Phil Jackson, that's how he would coach. Um yeah. Uh, I hate Sam Van Gundy. Uh, Dwight Howard got as much as I don't like Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard did that shit when he took them to the finals. That was the good Dwight Howard that we try to remember. That is, but, it's such a crazy finals team. Yeah, that was a ridiculous finals team. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give all the black coaches their their roses. I hope that we see more of them, especially with the firing of Stan Van Gundy and uh, Scott Brooks. I hope that uh, as much as I hate Boston, I hope that they really try to give uh, some black coaches, uh, cause they haven't picked the coach for Boston. Yet. Did I no, they that? haven't. I didn't think that no. they None of the okay. coaching vacancies, as far as I know, have been filled yet, which is yeah. cool. I kind of like the, that we're kind of like and waiting and then the we're going to see is yeah. waiting and going to see and talking about black coaches, which we should be, but is this going to be the year we finally get our first female head coach? Mm. Like Becky Hammond's been assisting in San Antonio a long time. It's been several years now where it's like, Oh, maybe she should get a job. Like she's one of the most qualified assistants in the league. And she's on this, she's with this like model organization. I, I mean, I don't know, like contract situations, anything like that, but like, yeah, Terry Stocks is gone, right? Terry Stocks, I can never say. Terry Stotts in Portland, Stark. yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's he gone. Don't. He Terry Stotts was also yeah. my high school math teacher. I don't know if you guys know, he was <laughs> coaching the Blazers, and um, that's a that's a visual Swamp. gag because he just looks like he teaches math. Um, <laughs> like he teach and Quinn it's Snyder right. looks it, like share it on your screen. <laughs> that I would yeah, I would love cool. to have a, a female coach in in Washington, but. Uh, I also yeah. don't because I just feel like they're not going to be good yeah. for a while. Like, you know, and I just, I would hate for like them to be like, well, the coach, like, oh, no, no, for, it's not for them the to get the, I swear for them to get the coach. wizard stank on them. Yeah. 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 Like, so I'd love, you know, better, it'd be better Blazers. Like, wouldn't or, it be cool if the first New Orleans, New would be Orleans cool. or, or, yeah, or the Bucks, if they exciting. fire uh, Coach Bud, the Bucks would be and, incredible. And some some badass coach comes in there and she coaches Giannis to, oh, yeah. you know, to his first final. To dribble. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. To not take threes. <laughs> Shoot yeah, free throws. Yeah. And, uh, I love Yeah, that. that's the biggest indictment of Bud's coaching, which uh, we didn't mention before. Giannis Antetokounmpo stopped taking pull-up it's threes crazy. with 15 seconds left on the shot clock. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? Like, you are an MVP in the league, your first team All-NBA. What the fuck are you... And honestly, even more than Giannis, this is Bud's fault. Like... Giannis wants to be Kevin Durant. He wants to be Steph Curry. He's he's this top five, top ten guy, whatever. Bud, you need to talk to your guy yeah. and tell him to chill. To stay like, in his motherfucking lane. To stay in his lane. He can't take three or four pull up threes a game. Like, come on. I was, I was, uh, the reason I was laughing at that is because I vividly remember, uh, shouting, uh, so loudly last night when I saw him do that, that my, uh, roommate's cat, uh, panicked and started to attack oh, no. me. So that's why <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, how are you gonna, how, who the fuck do you think you are trying to pull up a three? Like, like, like you all of a sudden, a three point, the shooter, like the Jokic, like, nah, I, 
stay in your motherfucking lane, my guy. I don't understand it. Do I need to coach? I'm a coach. This is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, maybe Chloe should be the next coach of the Wizards, you know? Let me find Honestly, I think that would work. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Like me, me and MC, Just like, to be like no. tag team that shit. Yeah, you're not going to do that, Russ. You're not going to shoot four threes. Yeah, in a row. Yeah. Okay, That's, Russ. Man, that would be some wizard shit. If Bud oh gets my god, Lord, dude. Lord, oh my god. Oh, you guys still wouldn't make it anywhere. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, of course we wouldn't. Oh god, eternal purgatory. Uh, we're I mean, listen, with, Chloe. With, we're right where we want to be. <laughs> we got them right <laughs> with, where we want. Looking them. like a true wizards fan. With, we were with right Bud, where we though, want to be. With Bud, though, we might at least win during the regular season, and the Wizards haven't won 50 games in 40 years, which seems impossible because you only have to win 41. Let's try to make it to 50, though. Season. Let's try to make it 50. Yeah. 50, for yeah, 50 for 50? Okay, I see yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, may, you know, Bud, we wouldn't make it past the second round, but we might win 50 games. <laughs> well, uh, it's so great that you think you'll make it past the first <laughs> round, too. Because like, we probably won't. Hey. Uh, well, we have uh, our last uh, uh, subject that I want to make sure we address uh, before the end of our show uh, is is the All-NBA. So, uh, Speaking of Wizards. Speaking of Wizards, hey, uh, Washington's own Bradley Beal uh, made the third team. So I'm going to read through uh, the first team, second team, and third team. And uh, I want to hear your guys' reactions. I, I have I have something I want to say at the end of it. But um, here's your first team. Giannis Antetokounmpo, which is hilarious after all of the uh, trash talking uh, that we've... Stop shooting yeah, threes, yeah. Giannis. Uh, uh-huh. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and... Kawhi Leonard, pretty good, pretty good first team. Second team, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Julius Randle. Pretty, pretty solid. I mean, we can talk about LeBron, but one of these is not the others. Uh, Third team, also pretty solid. Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie Irving. So uh, again, that is Giannis, Steph, Luca. Jokic, Kawhi is your first team. Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Dame, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, second team. And then Beal, Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie as your third team. Two quick uh, points here. One thing that I hate about the All-NBA, I think it's a really cool thing to to be able to look back on. I think it's an awesome uh, like historical thing to be able to say like, oh, these guys mattered even if they didn't even if, even if they weren't uh, like in the MVP voting, like it's kind of cool to have like just the best of the league um, uh, called out like this. So I really like that. Uh, the thing I don't like about it is that money is tied to it. I don't like that players like Donovan Mitchell and who was the other one who missed out on uh, Tatum, Tatum missed out on like $30 million or, or something like that each because they didn't make all NBA this year, which feels just like icky that like the media, I get, I, I, I get the logic there, but I, I think it's a little broken system. So I just want to yeah. uh, express that. I really don't like that. I think it's, it's kind of nasty. Um, the other, thing that i wanted to call out is you know one of our agenda items is jimmy butler is hot i don't know what that means but i was told to include it on the agenda so um you know yeah. he's on third team all Chloe's day, not so, it. uh, yeah. it's worth mentioning yeah. it's worth okay. mentioning oh that's that's not what i was aiming at <laughs> oh. no 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 i i, I want to talk about jimmy butler no but that's not what i was <laughs> what were you reacting to Chloe? okay 
I was it's something in the chat. Yeah, it was something in the chat. Oh, so it was, it had to do I can't with read, so. my 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 <laughs> Charles Charles Barkley. No, I was about situation. to be like, okay, Charles, okay. Um, my beef with the All NBA is it goes by position. So you get two guards, you get two forwards, and you get a center. Uh, in my opinion, there's not as much competition at center as there is at guards and forwards. So when you think about the players who were left off the list, like, you know, like the Devin Booker, like the Donovan Mitchell, uh, like, like the Tatums, like they're really fucking good, but you have to pick a center. So like you have to pick a Gobert, you have to pick a Joel Embiid. And I get that you're forming a team, but when you think about, all time best players, all team in my mind is just like the, the, the best players throughout the league. And I just, I think, I think I get a little irritated at some of the centers out there because to me, uh, they are lazy. Um, I, yeah. And they, and, and, and they will, and because they, they, they get to pick and choose what side of the ball they want to show up on. And I'm like, my guy, you're seven feet tall. And you're fucking telling me you don't have an offensive game at all, at all. Rudy Gobert, I'm talking to you. You don't have an offensive I, game at all. I will say, I hate. Oh, God damn it! I, I keep putting myself in these role, buddy positions, <laughs> but I'm going to defend Gobert. I agree with you, Chloe. I think that's been a. I, I do think that's been a big issue in past years. I think Gobert deserved to be on the list this year. I, I watching the playoffs, it's obvious every year that Mitchell's their most important player when the games really matter. But during the year, he he makes their team so good. Like a lot of it's numbers. And I, as we've said with PG, like numbers don't tell the whole story, but I'm honestly like between Gobert and George, I think Gobert deserves it more than George. Oh, I agree. I agree more than George, but I would take, I would take Mitchell or Booker or Tatum over George any day. And like, I hear what you're saying about Gobert, but didn't he make a, he, he made, he made the all to me, it makes more sense for him. Cause there's an all defensive first team. It makes sense for is, him to make if the all defensive wins, first team. He wins. He just won defensive player of the year for the third year out of four, I think. And you, you saying the best defensive player in the whole league, isn't one of the 15 most important players. Like yeah, I, get, I know offense matters more, but like, come on. No, like I, hot I, take. I, I, I hear you. I, I hear you in that. And I, I half agree. I think I just get really bitter and upset towards these tall ass motherfucking players who are somehow uh, they, they, they somehow can't find a way to, to dunk the ball every fucking time. Like it, it truly, it truly blows my mind, which is why I was pissed at Giannis last night, who somehow forgot to just go up You're six, eight, six, nine, six, 10, 11. And you just, you can't go up. You just decided to shoot. It's if a I was your size, point. are you kidding yeah. me? Stop taking threes, yeah, Giannis. Absolutely. Um, I got I, Frank. I pulled up for you the the numbers that you oh, alluded to. Please earlier go ahead. About how, and then I, I have something to follow how, up uh, with. So all NBA, like you said, like there's incentives and contracts. Sometimes you're eligible for bigger extensions if you make. Which, like, the idea of that is cool, right? Because it's rewarding performance, yeah, it makes but sense. it's also like not an objective thing because you have other right. outside people voting for you. And I'm not saying that anybody was in inherently trying to not get Tatum money or Mitchell money. Like the league is really deep, but like 
but but for that reason, it, it then put media if you members write, in. If it, you write, if you write for Boston, right. yeah. If you're if you're fucking Bill Simmons, shout who, out. He definitely votes for MVP. I'm sure he. No, we're not shouting him out. I'm sure he votes for All NBA too. If you're Bill Simmons and you know that your team has to pay again, I've got the numbers for Tatum and Mitchell. Missing out on the team means the five-year extensions that they signed, already signed, not have the potential to sign, but a contract they already have will be worth 100, these numbers are insane, 163 oh million as opposed to 196 million. Oh my God. So I, those guys don't need the money. Nobody's shedding tears. You know, I'm playing a, a imaginary violin, whatever, but you're right. The fact that the media votes on this and that Bill Simmons probably didn't vote for Tatum so that his team wouldn't be further over the cap is bullshit. Yeah. If it was voted on by the players and the coaches, I would feel differently. But yeah, the media voting doesn't. Feel, it just feels it, it just feel feels right. like something they got to tweak. It feels like something it was. I, I get the idea, but it's it's just not working. Um Greg, I didn't know that you could vote for all NBA because Russell Westbrook did get a first team vote um, this yeah. year. So he got a first team vote. He got a first team vote. He got six Greg. second team votes and 21 yeah. third team votes. So, yeah. He got a first team. Yeah. He got a first team yeah. vote. Take that what? vote away. What the fuck? No, no, no. I get it. Led the league in turnovers. Let me say that again. Uh, was hurt assists. for half the year. No, he and wasn't. Assists. He was, he was hurt, hurt the half first the half of the year. He admitted that well, he was he, hurt. He pl- but he no, played hurt. It was like 10, it was yeah. like 15 he games. He played hurt. He didn't yeah, miss he games. He, he didn't played. miss games. Yeah, yeah. He was playing hurt. He wasn't playing well is what I mean. Listen, I mean, apples and oranges, right? I mean, the guy. First, first team, Greg. That That's actually not my take. Oh, what's your I do no, like no, it. I, was, I, was I did just, have a, yeah. I did vote on, I did vote for Russ. Obviously. obviously. But what, um, what's your take on all NBA? I just, we, we got into this a little bit last, that's week with the, the dream, the dream team, the U S um, you know, potential the lineups and stuff. And I just like the league we have right now. Like you look at the, if you like lineups, it so much, at, why don't you, you marry look, it? I could. Oh, yeah. I would if I could. But you look at like the other players like that didn't make it. Jason Tatum, Zion, Kevin Durant didn't make it. Chris Middleton, I like him, him a lot. Um, Russ, obviously, whatever. James Harden didn't make it. Mitchell, Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, Trey Young. I mean, there's just so many good players. And that's really cool. I just, I don't think the third team, I love Bradley Beal. I, he's the highest, second highest scorer in the league. I, I don't know. Like I personally, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't even know if he would be on there for me, to be honest. But to Chloe's point, like I think the position thing hurts it because I would have Tatum in there, Mitchell. I don't think I would have Kyrie Irving maybe in, in there. You know, if I, I could have, I, was it Lillard made? Okay, sorry. He made oh, a second yeah. team. Okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like the, the position, but but also into Matt, your point, like Gobert, Embiid, um, Joker, like they are the best three centers this year, but like also maybe not just centers, maybe fours as well. So they definitely this year, but in other years, Chloe, to your point, like, yeah, you're just throwing centers in there because you need centers. Like in the rest of that list, when you look down, there's no centers. There's no yeah. centers that didn't make it other than those three that even got a vote. Like, like I'm looking Capella? at the list. There's oh, Capella. Capella and Bam. He's, he's back. He's down. It. Bam. And Bam. Those are the, those are the two. Oh, yes. AD. AD. 
Aiden, actually, all the guys on the, the last center list too. are centers. All the Aiden didn't get any votes. Centers. Aiden, Aiden got zero votes. Aiden, for you're right. Aiden he's he's really he's elevated these. Yeah. This last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He was more of a role player. But the the one last thing about positions, and this I, this really hammers at home. Like I know I defended Gobert, but y'all are right. Like I think Gobert deserved a spot this year, but I also agree that positions should be gone. And here's the biggest reason. So this is this is from something about All NBA. Tatum actually had more total points from the votes for an All NBA spots than Kyrie. He had sixty nine to sixty one. But because it's done by positions, they do two guards, two forwards, and a center. It's like the electoral college. Yeah, right? Exactly. Tatum (laughs) finished 20 points behind George for the sixth and final forward spot. 20 points behind George. 20 points behind George. He beat Kyrie by eight points and missed out on $33 million because they vote by position. Position. And I feel like these days it's positions. And it's like, where where is... Where is Biden on this, man? Like, when, come on, man. do something. When you look at the mathematical Meeting equation of that, though, what they are saying is Tatum is better than Kyrie, but because of position, Kyrie goes up here. Technically, uh, Tatum is better than uh, than George, but because George got more points, we're also like they're, they're basically saying that Paul George since he got it over Tatum is better than Kyrie Irvin by that voting standard, like how they did that. That's insane. Because Tatum got more votes than Kyrie Irving, but because it was different positions, but George beat Tatum out. You're saying that Paul George is better than Kyrie Irving by that voting. It's just dumb. It's dumb. It is one thing that I thought was funny. One, 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 I just thought it was funny that after everything that went down between Kyrie and the Celtics, Kyrie ends up like really kind of helping the franchise out and saving them all this money because of the way this turned out. So I don't know, some weird serendipity type shit there. That's why I, wow. Wow. Well, Paul George, I hope you show the fuck up tonight. At least make it interesting. <laughs> well, they'll be listening to the pod. They'll make That's these right. changes yeah. next year, I'm sure. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of making it interesting, the Hawks made a little bit of a run. They're down 12 right now with seven minutes left in the fourth. Oh. And that's where you want to be. <laughs> so still alive. Still alive. <laughs> uh, team, we did not um, – we're, we're about to wrap up, but we did not name our Hooper of the Week – um chloe this is a new segment that we started doing last week uh where we just okay. we shout out to somebody who's who's been uh you know kind of our our hooper of the week last week it was Kawhi leonard who unfortunately uh you know uh we we're, we're hoping that we see him again soon um i feel like it's got to be durant this week but i'm i i'm i'm open to other candidates maybe i think the only other option is is bertans oh okay I'm a, I'm a, okay. Before we before we say CP3, I'm a little bit nervous. I believe I'm a, I'm a superstitious mm-hmm. gal. Um, you all yeah. said last week it was Kawhi, and now Kawhi Ooh, is injured. Okay. I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying that we're cursed. Sure. I thought we said maybe, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Maybe. I thought we said it was Trey Young. Was that no? I, I put it. I, I put it in the case for Trey Young, uh, but then uh, but Matt. 
Ka- Kawhi was like the consensus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. My Hooper of the Week is Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that feels, like, yeah, that yeah, feels yeah, like a good yeah, yeah. one. Second, Joe, yes. Joe Ingles, I think, is my Hooper. There we the go. Week. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I think yeah. you all probably talked about KD before I came on, and that's all. Oh. But I, I don't know if you mentioned this one thing. And this is a fact. This is from ESPN today. Kevin Durant completed arguably the best game of his NBA career to put the Brooklyn Nets to win one win away, blah, 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 for the final. He delivered 49 points, triple-double, uh, while playing the entire 48 minutes in the Nets game. Last time someone did that, Kobe Bryant. Wow. Swear wow. to God. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Isn't that That's crazy? crazy. That a, that's something that was, you know... A joke is real. Yeah. It's it's crazy because I think the if I remember correctly, Matt, you don't believe that Kobe is uh top five all time. We don't we, that we're we're gonna, gonna save, save that, that for, that for yeah, another we're, we're gonna save that, but I just but that's, that's what like Kobe so does, man. He like just Kobe shows up. He's that. always the last that's one. Right. He's always yeah. G G two. Let me ask you this one time. Tweet length yeah. review. Because I know we're out of time. What did that game from KD mean to you last night? Oh, I mean, I think, oh, man, I feel like we were, I don't know who I was talking to, but everyone was like, oh, they're fucked, you know, Kyrie's out, da, da, da. And then who was it that said, was it someone like, you know, unless KD, unless KD does his KD thing? Because I forget, was it you, Matt, or someone texted the last time he had these types of um, like uh, like in game, I don't know, some crazy stat, like in certain games where he's has to be the only one to score something like he's won every time. Like when it's he, just, there, I don't know, there there's some ridiculous crazy stats about that. it. Man, it, for me, Jeff Green meant even more seeing him get to, to shine in the PG light. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, in, in a quote he had afterwards, he's a good dude. He's a, he's a journeyman. He's been playing forever, but I know the Hooper of the week, uh, I think it's KD. I, I, I got to give it to KD. It's got to be. It's For that. Be. And KD, and watch Kawhi's yourself. Dunk. Be careful, KD. We we need yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many injuries. We need yeah. you. Amen. Fuck you, LeBron. Stick with uh, Rudy Gobert for uh, just in case it's a curse. Just, just in case, just to see what, just to see what yeah. happens. Let's just right. see. Yeah. All right. Let's so we're unanimous. Gobert. Yeah. 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 It's Unan- Gobert. In our hearts, pod, KD, but for the pod, it's, it's, it's go bear. And we've got yeah. to go bear yeah. out of here. Um, so uh, before there we, we wrap up, there it is. Uh, there he is. Uh, let's go around and uh, get in some plugs. Greg, you got anything to plug this week? I got a song coming out on Friday. Oh, yeah. Tell us about Ooh. that song. Yeah, where to find Apple it? Music. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Google. YouTube, um, you know, hit, hit it up. It's just a song I got to record over the over the quarantine from home, which was a really fun experience. But um, working with a producer uh, in New York and my my songwriter, a friend of mine, Jason, um, who, who's a fan of the pod as well, uh, wrote, wrote, co-wrote the lyrics with me from a distance over the phone. It was, it was really really fun, and uh, it's a good song. It's a pop song. Congratulations, you man! It's called? it's called Falling Again. Falling Again. Well, I can't wait to fall in love again <laughs> with uh, the vocal stylings of Greg Toomey, who has a couple of tracks out on Spotify and Apple Music right now. So please do uh, look him up. Congratulations, Greg. That's so cool. I'm so excited for you. 
Thank you, buddy. Uh, Clo got anything to plug this week? Um, no, I mean, if you're in Chicago, I got a couple of stand-up shows happening and, uh, well, I have one on Saturday and then a couple in July. So, uh, mm-hmm. if life stand up and you're in Chicago, follow me on Instagram at Chloe underscore Michaela. You can get those details. Um, and, uh, I also, uh, we don't have a name yet, but I have a new, uh, musical uh, podcast coming wow. out. Wow, that's okay. awesome! What What do you guys talk about in the show? Um, we're We're still working out the details. It's with a a, a friend of the pod, Hillary yeah. Marlowe. Um, yeah, we're just gonna talk about uh, musical theater, and then at the end, uh, decide if we want to love it or keep it. I'm gonna roast all musicals, and Hillary's gonna love them. And that's awesome. I thought you were gonna be performing. Like, no, it was I know. A I said a musical podcast, and it's a musical theater podcast where we break down. I'd love down. to be a guest. Yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. If you want to do a crossover, musicals. maybe we could bring Hillary on. Get me in on that rent episode, and then, uh, and then we could do a, a, a crossover there. That's super cool. <laughs> Congratulations. What's the name Thanks. of the show? Do you have a name yet? Oh, uh, we haven't. No, we're we're still in the 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 planning okay. phase, but we. Yeah, we have a spot uh, kind of locked down to where we're going to record well, it. Well, keep so, us posted, yeah. and uh, we will definitely um, uh, uh, do a, a, a shout-out to y'all. Collabo. A little collabo. collabo. Honestly, we could, we, could, we could collab with High School hey, Musical. Hey, there we go. There we go. Get your head in the game. In we're all in this together. Oh, we're gosh. all in this together. Uh, Matthew Spiracino, do you have anything we're to plug? We're breaking free. Uh, I do, actually, this week. I do have something to plug. So... Um, if you're listening to this, you may have come across the pod on the Frank page. If you didn't, the Frank page is a website run by our host, Frank over here, um, that we both contribute written stuff to from time to time. I've done, I think about a half dozen pieces over the past year or so. And I, we mentioned uh, Jimmy Buckets a couple of times. The reason I think originally he was on the agenda is he's been, I don't have the details, but he's been doing some, some work this month. <laughs> he's on my TV right now on a commercial. He's been doing some work Hell this yeah. month for, uh, with men's health and mental health and just like promoting awareness of that. And I, that's kind of what the, the next piece that I'm working on is about. It's called One Year Later. It's about uh, a scary experience I had last year about this time. I had kind of like a, a mental health crisis and I've been processing it and reflecting on it over this past year. And I wrote a little something that I think, Frank, we're going to chat about it, but I think we're going to share it next week sometime. So keep an eye out for that. It's called One Year Later. Uh, I would appreciate it if people checked it yeah, out. Yeah, it's a really uh, um, open and vulnerable and uh, honest piece about a really uh, scary experience. And it's, uh, you know, as your friend uh, and somebody who cares a lot about you, it, it, it's not an easy read, but it is like sort of a, uh, an amazing uh, look at a really... Um, you know, sort of remarkable time in your life. So I appreciate you writing it. I appreciate you sharing it. I know it takes a lot of courage to do that. So thank you. Thank you, Matt. Just, and just something that, that I, I mean, I appreciate that, but also it's just something we need to be able to talk about more openly. And 
I mean, it is a heavy thing that needs should be treated carefully, but it's also something we got to normalize bringing up and talking about. So, um, yeah. So check that out on the Frank page. Like I said, sometime next week. Yeah. End the stigma. End the stigma. And uh, and we have to end our show there. Um, uh, Chloe, any last words? I'll give you the last word on this episode. <laughs> What's what's everyone's finals? Pick oh, good question. Before we close uh, out at this uh, time. Uh, by the way, the Hawks have cut it to six with three minutes. Yeah, it's left. pretty amazing. Damn. I'm still going Brooklyn Suns asterisk like with the Suns if CP3 can like play. He's gonna be fine. Whatever's going on, but it's gonna be Brooklyn Suns, and I'm picking Phoenix. I'm going Brooklyn Ooh, Suns as that. well. Um, I got good hearing it. I think I got to pick Brooklyn. Um, but I don't know. I don't feel great about it. Greg. I'm going to go jazz and Milwaukee. No, I'm just <laughs> I, so boring. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's hard not to pick the nets, but also I'm rooting hard for the Suns. you know, I'm just pushing with, I mean, that's, it's a great story, yeah. and, and we love a lot of their players. Um, I, I'm with Chloe. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna double down on the Chloe pick. And fuck it, let's do it. Suns, we're taking it. Hell yeah, clean sweep over the Nets. Clean sweep, Brooklyn Suns. Wow. it's gonna go to um, Game Seven, and CP3 is gonna hit a floater from half court. Who has the, the better record between the two? <laughs> Was a better uh, NBA. Uh, the Suns, the Suns, the Suns oh. had other than the Jazz, the Suns had the best record in the league, so they'd have home court over anyone in the East. Nice. Um, I just think, uh, I mean, I don't know who I'd pick in that series. I think there's too many variables with health, especially with Brooklyn. But I, I, I picked Milwaukee before the playoffs. I don't trust Bud. I thought this was kind of a different team, and they just look like the same old team so i can't pick them and like i said i'm worried about Embiid's knees holding up so i think it's the nets i hope it's the suns the clippers are in bad shape we'll see about the jazz i don't trust the jazz but i worry that they might sneak in there but I, i'm with y'all suns brooklyn well if the jazz like sneak it. in it, the nets are gonna win yeah i i think i think yeah. that's right that, I think that's right. Yeah. I love that we all had the same pick. Yeah, like it feels nice. Pod unity. Um, well, and I think MC. We, I think MC would about be family. And I think well. MC would pick Brooklyn. She'd yeah, probably pick yeah. Brooklyn. Well, because of her Brooklyn. husband. But that's her okay. husband plays for that team. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Has been, but but she would say, but but she would Steve you know Nash. give a special shout out of to course, CPC. Of course, and honestly, that'd be a really fun yeah. finals matchup too. Like that's that's there's a lot to root for there. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement, just like there's a lot it's to a great, root for. A great and a lot of excitement here on the Hoops Crew. Thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, this is our first episode on our own feed, so please. Uh, follow us, like us, subscribe, review us, uh, Hoops Crew on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and wherever else you get podcasts. Tell a friend about tell us. Friend. Just like tell, yeah, somebody. tell somebody. If you're out at the basketball court and you, you're you playing pickup against... 
Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany. And, 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 and you're just like, she seems cool. Or even if she doesn't seem cool, just tell her about the show, you know? Tiffany, you're you're a bit rough, but you might want yeah, to listen. Yeah, to this. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe okay. don't bring it up on the court. Like I was yeah, thinking, like maybe text yeah, or like a water game, break. Yeah, like you're like on the yeah. sidelines and you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring your own water these days. Bring your own water. Right. That's right. Like, That's right. Like, Although I'm using the water fountain at the gym. I'm gonna. Wow. Be we'll talk about it. Later. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Close fuck it, man. That's <laughs> This really checks out for you. This one, not to cry. <laughs> All right, we'll put it on the agenda for. Last I don't know week. why I wanna, you. I want to hear gonna, what the I'll, gems are like. I'll call you later. <laughs> All right, thank you all so much. Our theme music is by the inevitable in Aaron Blyden. We got a new theme song, which you guys will hear uh, once I actually edit it in. And uh, thank you all so much for joining uh, joining me. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.